Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, we're going to be talking about treating anxiety, depression, things like that, mental health issues, as I am joined by licensed therapist, podcaster, and the founder of the Missing Peace Center for Anxiety. Her name is Laura Rose Levin. She's been on shows on Fox News and KABC, spreading her expertise. So we're going to be talking to her about her organization and how she treats anxiety, depression, and things like that, and trauma. So Laura, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Curtis, it is a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I love living the dream. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, why don't you start off? by telling everybody about yourself and what you do, how you got started. Okay. Well, uh, I guess to start with, living my dreams was very difficult as a little girl. I struggled terribly with anxiety and always thought there was a noise outside of my bedroom window and called the police on a lot of raccoons. And um, I just struggled with anxiety for forever until I found uh, drugs and alcohol that worked for a little while till it didn't. I wasn't living the dream anymore, to say the least. And so uh, 15 and a half years ago, almost to the day, actually, April 1st would be 15 and a half years, I got sober and I started to learn how to cope with my anxiety in a healthy, sound, actually fun way. And now I've founded a center called The Missing Peace, uh, P-E-A-C-E, like peace of mind, Center for Anxiety. And we help people every day to cope with their anxiety, their trauma, their depression. And we love it. We absolutely love it. Well, what what do you feel like made you have so much stress and anxiety as a, as a young girl? Interestingly enough, I'm, I'm actually writing a book on this too. I've learned that it's not just the trauma that you're born into, but trauma is generational and it's passed down through to, to us through our genes. Just like I have brown eyes and, and brown hair, I have anxiety. And that came from my relatives. And as I study years of persecution, Uh, in my family background and constantly running for our lives and uh, trying to stay alive, it, even though I was born in Tarzana and I'm in a perfectly good place, uh, that anxiety was with me anyway. Well, tell us about the, the uh, center for anxiety, the, the missing piece center. Tell us about why you decided to found that and, you have several interesting ways that you guys use to treat anxiety and depression and trauma. So talk about those and just kind of tell us what you guys do. Sure. 
so first of all, we have what is called an intensive outpatient program. And what that means is most people come to us for nine hours a week, three hours a day, three days a week, which may sound like a lot, but it really goes by so quickly. And um, we take most insurances, most PPOs, and we're in network with Aetna and Cigna and Optum, and we take Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Anyway, what I've learned is, even though I think I'm a good therapist, and, and all of our therapists are good, it takes more than flour to make cake. And if you have a dog, and your dog is freaked out, you're not going to say, what triggered you, Rex? You're going to calm that animal down. And as, as human beings with a frontal cortex, we tend to want to think our way out of our problems, our anxiety, our depression. But the first way to, to do that is to calm down your body, to calm down the animal. Otherwise, you really can't think um, clearly. You're, you're trapped in that emotion brain. And so I'm trying to reintroduce the phrase, come to your senses, literally. We do aromatherapy, we do music therapy, we do play and art therapy, movement. We work directly with the brain, with neurofeedback, um, and we work with energy um, and, and regular therapy and in groups. And when you, when you learn that, you can make yourself feel better with the, the very tools that the universe gave you, you feel so much more in control because anxiety is not what's wrong with us. It's what's right with us. We're supposed to be able to detect danger at any turn, but we've just overwhelmed our brains so much these days that we just can't even drive next to the wall on the freeway anymore. Our, our brains are so overwhelmed. So learning how to soothe yourself and um, calm yourself down and then rethink about your problems once you've done that is what we do. Was that too long? <laughs> no, that was perfect. So tell us about the special interest groups that you are working with. And you've also, you know, been involved in research and stuff dealing with mental health issues. So kind of talk about that and tell us what you guys do and what you're working on. Sure. So I am the lead chair on the uh, Association for Anxiety and Depression and the lead chair for specifically for this special interest group, Integrative Health. So the number one call the ADAA gets is tell me a different way to deal with my anxiety aside from meds. And I'm not anti-med, but I am you know, that's the, the hopefully the, the last place you have to go. Uh, and sometimes it meds help right off the top. But I have found as a therapist that people come in with anxiety and doctors give them meds. And the worst, worst thing they do is they give them anti-anxiety meds, which is a benzodiazepine, which creates addiction in the body. So you're basically just inviting anxiety into your life, along with a drug addiction problem. So people are really seeking different ways to cope with their anxiety and depression. And we actually started doing trials out of our center on heart math. Uh, 
which is a method in which when you talk about something, your blood pressure changes and you can see it on the screen. You think good things and your heart rate is one way. You think bad things, your heart rate is another uh, way. And so that's the focus is let's try. We, we finally got meditation and things like yoga into the mainstream meditation, so important and mindfulness, but again, they're overused terms. What does mindfulness even mean? And when you introduce the five senses or the six senses, even to mindfulness, it becomes much more tangible because it's an action. It's not an idea. <laughs> well, you've also got a lot of awards for your wonderful work. Tell us about the National Council for Jewish Women. Tell us about the great awards you received on it, that you received and why. Oh, gosh. Um, so a while ago, I, uh, I love working with kids. And I was seeking out ways to work with children. And I found a little home in the National Council of Jewish Women for many years where funding for elementary schools were not happening. And they were literally closing down libraries because no one would fund them. So we volunteered in the library to keep the library open, continue to read stories with the kids, encourage literacy. Uh, I created programs on top of that, like an after school homework club and, um, a comic book club where you created your own superhero. And I ended up getting nominated by the city or awarded by the city of West Hollywood, the unsung hero award, which is very special to me. And just recently who's who in American women has just asked me to be a part of their zeitgeist or directory, what have you, marquees, who, who, and American women, which was also very exciting for me. Well, I know another thing that should be very exciting for you. You talked about how you're working on a book. So can you tell us, give us any details about that or what the book's going to be about? When it's yeah. Coming out? Uh, the working title is the Anxiety User Manual. And it is going to be a memoir about multi-generational anxiety and how it was passed down through generations of women in my family. And then interestingly enough, how uh, in, my, in my generation, you suddenly see a lot of drug and alcohol addiction. And I wondered why is that all of a sudden? And that's because of this, the culture in the 60s and 70s. We found a new way to deal with anxiety. So that created, again, that problem on top of the problem. So the middle part of the book is my struggle uh, with my own fear and my own anxiety that was passed down to me. And then the, the third part of the book is, is my emergence from that and hopefully being able to shed that trait and not only shed it, but to really help others in doing it. And I'm trying to generate a pre-audience for that with my podcast, which is on my YouTube channel. So if you go to my YouTube channel, which is Laura Rhodes Levin, 
and hit subscribe, you will get weekly videos uh, on, and also it's a podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, et cetera, to, to deal with your anxiety every week. Yeah, I was just gonna just gonna ask you about your podcast there. Oh, did I beat you to it? <laughs> yep, you sure did. So, so besides uh your book and your podcast that you're doing, are there any other upcoming projects that people need to know about? Not that I'm doing specifically. Um, you know, I have a call. There's a very interesting thing I've learned that. Even though, Curtis, you and I live in the same world, and my sister and I live in the same world, and my brother and I live in the same world, we actually live in different universes. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but the world that I perceive is very different than the world that others can perceive. There are some people who are so frightened, you know, that perhaps a a meteor is going to hit earth or they're consumed with, with really heavy news stuff. And while that may be true at some point, that is not the world that I live in. I live in a world where people want to help other people, where oppression is being fought, where rights are being fought for. And, and we are in the dawning of the age of Aquarius and we are moving into a cosmic consciousness of peace. And I really want to be a part of that. And I encourage everyone to, to follow their bliss, to, to listen to that inner voice and, and push fear toward the background and, and create the universe around you that you want to live in. That's, that's my big mission. Well, you, you've been on several media outlets like Fox News and KABC and just kind of tell us about that and tell us maybe some of the shows that you recall that you've been on and what you, you were discussing on those shows. So people might want to look you up. Oh, OK. Well, I've been really lucky um, enough to have been on shows like um you know, Channel 5 News, Channel 9, Good Day LA, Fox News, Dr. Drew. Um, And because I'm a mental health expert, people tend to call me for what's going on in the moment. So recently, it's been a lot about the coronavirus and the pandemic. Uh, There was stuff about the insurrection uh, on January 6th last year. When it comes time to go back to school, I get a lot of empty nest kind of stuff or um, at Christmas time, it's seasonal holiday stress. And then when uh, things pop up, like the, I don't know if you remember several years ago, there was a, a rescue um, in, in Thailand, a cave rescue, or if um, a, a media, a beloved media person like Robin Williams gets gets thwarted and 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 destroyed by mental health then they they will call me and I'm I'm honored to speak on that in the past and and in the future oh okay that's uh real good there I'm, I'm glad you get called and that that just shows your expertise listeners so you know Robert be sure to check her out 
and tell us uh, your contact information. Give out your website, your social media links, and things like that. Okay. So I would have rethought this if I realized how many times I would say it, but our website is missing peace, P E A C E, like peace of mind, and the number four. So missing peace for anxiety.com. That's our website. My YouTube channel is Laura Rhodes Levin. My Twitter feed is at Rhodes Levin, and that's Rhodes R H O D, like dolphin E S. We, the Missing Piece for Anxiety also has a Facebook page. And uh, if you liked it, give us a good Yelp review too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, cl- close us out with some final thoughts. Uh, any kind of maybe wor- words of encouragement you have for people or anything that we didn't talk about that you would like to discuss? Sure. I want to help people understand that there's no such thing as a negative feeling. All of our feelings are really important. And the uncomfortable ones are the ones we tend to want to run away from. But if we learn how to sink into those and and listen to what your anxiety is telling you, we can move through that and emerge on the other side happier, healthier self. And a way to do that is to think of your mental health, just like you would your physical health. We stay ahead or we try and stay ahead of our physical health by, you know, trying to eat the right things and sleeping. And we go to a doctor before we um, get sick. Mental health is the same way. You don't need to wait till you're just feeling so low inside that you can't cope. It's great to feel happy and know what your anxiety is telling you, what your depression is telling you, your sadness, your negative emotions. If you, the uncomfortable ones are like a fever in your body telling you something needs to change and change. People tend to think of change as scary, but that's just because they're imagining a worst case scenario from the change. If everyone could imagine that change was going to bring about exactly what they wanted, we wouldn't be so afraid of change. So stay ahead of your mental health. Treat it, treat it like gold and, and learn how important your emotions are and, and lose any shame you have around taking care of them. And, and enjoy the beautiful tapestry of, of your emotional world. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura Rose Levin, founder of the Center for Anxiety, the Missing Peace Center for Anxiety. Be sure to check them out on the web. Also follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. There are a lot of people going through anxiety at these times. There's a lot of things going on in the world. Laura, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you for having me anytime. And thank you for what you do as well. Very important work. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.